Until October 2011, the six complementary colleges that together combine London's University of the Arts were scattered across the city. All first-class schools, they'd long outgrown their premises and were in need of new homes. Despite crippling economic time, Central St Martins and Argent, their developers, made the decision to invest in a visionary concept, uniting the parts to make one whole, conducive to inspiring the next generation of creative stars. And to realise their £200 million vision, they awarded the commission to Stanton Williams Architects, last year's Sterling Prize winners, and a firm with a reputation for understanding space and its relationship to the human experience. We had, I think, a, a sensitivity, a sensibility that was around the creation of spaces, the way that objects are lit, the way that people move around spaces. We start almost from the inside out and we almost build spaces around people and what people need uh, as groups or individuals. It means that we put a huge amount of effort and hopefully intelligence as well as creativity into working with our clients at a fairly intense level. You know, challenges are creative, you know, one needs to be constrained in order to have, have ideas. So um, Central St Martin has all of that. The site was a post-industrial wasteland north of King's Cross St Pancras and the building, an 1851 granary warehouse that would take grain delivered from Lincolnshire to disseminate by barge or horse and cart to the bakeries around London. The building is a listed building, so in creating something new and contemporary, Stanton Williams needed to, and wanted to, work with the inherent strengths and character of the building. What was interesting about this project, and I think when you're working uh, with uh, an existing building, and certainly one as wonderful as this, which has a grain, a rawness to it, this industrial landscape it's in, yet you don't want to let that go. So the design in many ways tries to hold on to what the existing building has. You know, it has a wonderful past. It's had many, many thousands of people working in it. It's had many different interventions over time added and subtracted to it. We've left all of those scars and those scars are memories of interventions that hopefully add a texture that is part of the backdrop of the student life. The brief in many ways uh, was that Central St Martins morph, they change from year to year, and whatever the building is delivering on day one, it might have to deliver something else on day two. They don't know. So in a way we're sort of stargazing as to where an art college might or might not be in five to ten years. The aim here was to create space, we call it shared space, and this was a space we, we put, we threaded down the middle of the building. It's drawing natural daylight into the belly of the building that feeds the studios on either side. And then in the middle you've got this space with these big wide bridges, which are endeavouring to draw the students together so you have students from different disciplines talking and sharing experiences for the first time, seeing each other work and creating, and I, I think this was the intention of the university, to create a building which allows the student to explore what I call the slipstream between discipline, the uncharted territory, what happens if you put a drama student with a fashion student or a graphics 
with a pottery machine, what goes on? What, what can come out of that? And that's incredibly exciting. Stanton Williams wanted to balance their blank canvas concept with a space that had soul enough to encourage creativity and quietly inspire. You can read their intentions in the new materials they chose to work with and in the old materials they chose to keep. We actually found some charred little timber blocks that were clearly laid in part of the uh, architectural composition to actually quiet down the noise of the carts and the metal wheels on the site. And so we picked up on that as a reference and that actually is the, the carpet that uh, lines the street itself. This is a story of transformation and metamorphosis, both in terms of this once industrial Victorian building and through its new purpose, the students studying within it. Once upon a time, there's all this grain coming in from north of England, all these many, many grains that would then be distributed around London. We now have these students in the same way, these amazingly creative people, disseminating intellectual ideas around the world. The building's doing exactly the same thing. Since its inauguration, this new campus for the arts has won 13 awards and commendations, including the 2012 World Architecture Festival Award for the world's best higher education and research building. Now, educators and architects from around the world make pilgrimages here to take inspiration from a building that, in a political and economic climate far from favorable, has become a class act in its own right, thanks in no small part to the steadfast commitment of its backers. They were the first on the block. The regeneration hadn't started. They planted the first seed of the regeneration here they were taking on a footprint which is 180 metres long by 200 metres wide, unparalleled in the centre of London, next to Eurostar, you know, at the epicentre almost, you're saying, closer to Paris than to Edinburgh. And you've got 4,500 students now inhabiting that, and it'll grow. Just the excitement of where this could all head, it's, um, it's wonderful to be a part of. The wonderful thing is when you walk around that building and you see um, what's going on in there. You see um, young people coming in there, excitement, you know, the buzz, the energy which the building and the architecture contributes to um, is fantastic. And I think to have that in the centre of London, which is very much a centre of creativity, and that kind of investment is, is fantastic. In London, for Monocle, I'm Gillian Tobias.